So who's ready for some women's football? Welcome to today's episode of Women's Football Success. This is for October 9th, 2019. Episode 2003, I'm gonna cover tryouts from a player's perspective. And then the second part of the radio show is going to cover some tryout dates that are coming up in Women's Football Alliance. Real quick, I just wanna share with you a couple things. So again, my name is Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington and I'm the host of this show. I'm also co-owner of the Dallas Elite and I run several other businesses. I'm also an attorney. I'm licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas, but I'm not your attorney. So any of the information provided on the radio show, website, blog posts, social media, eBooks, regular books, webinars, etc. Um, is all business information. It is not legal advice and therefore does not create a, an attorney-client relationship between us. If you have an issue that needs an attorney, please uh, contact one in your jurisdiction that has experience in the area of law that you need help in. With that being said, I'm going to kind of give you a rundown of the craziness this past couple days and, and this week, and then I'm going to get into um, a tryout from the player's perspective and how to prepare for it, what to bring to the tryout, et cetera. And then I'm going to share with you some tryouts that are going on in the WFA. It's gonna seem a little chopped up and I do apologize for that because um, I was actually on Coach Johnson's show, five quarter, uh, fifth quarter with Coach Johnson on JC Hawk Network on Blog Talk Radio last night. It was supposed to be the week before um, but because of some technical difficulty with the uh, phone system, we were not able to get that um, resolved. So I was in, I ended up being on the show last night for about an hour, and we talked about um, women's football in general, um, the different leagues, and uh, what's going on in women's football today, what can be, be fixed, what can be changed. And um, so that was a, a nice hour of commentary about women's football. We even talked about um, different things like scrimmages, what, how, to, how to put on a scrimmage, what, what to do. And I can, I'll talk more about that in, um, on this show later on in the, the weeks. But um, he did put, a, you know, put up a good point about the importance of, of scrimmages, for, especially for rookies, is, is our take on it um, in our organization. But Without further ado, I'm going to share with you. So we were in Dallas for October 5th for our tryout. We had a really good tryout. There was some confusion that continues to happen. Hopefully it can stop happening soon. But um, apparently, our, so our tryout was at six o'clock in the evening. And apparently there was another tryout in the morning. So we got a couple calls from people that said, sorry, I wasn't able to attend the tryout. Is there gonna be another tryout? And so the confusion again is occurring because they aren't sure who they are talking to and who they are communicating with. Um, we explained to them that situation and uh, they will be coming out to the next tryout, I hope. Uh, but again, the, the confusion still uh, continues about what team is who and where and when and why. Um, we then got back to Arkansas 
for Sunday night, and then we're called by, uh, talked to by our attorney um, that we could come back on Tuesday, um, that the other parties um, had said they weren't served, and now they had answered, and so now they were considered to be served. So that's a, a plus um, moving forward for us, uh, one step forward to getting resolution. Um, and then I was supposed to be on Coach Johnson's shows last, last night, so we got home with an hour, maybe hour and a half to spare before it was time to go on that show and talk to him. Um, I was supposed to have my recording to BJ by yesterday, so I recorded part of it before Coach Johnson's show, and I'm recording it uh, part of it after Coach Johnson's show. So this is going to seem a little cut up, but I'm hoping to create some kind of um, fluency in the topics that I cover. So I want to get into really quick um, a tryout from the player's perspective because um, players just aren't sure what to expect. Um, I will tell you that for our team, we actually do put out um, a frequently asked questions type thing and um, a video of, of a past tryout so that they can see what happens. Um, I'm going to share with you what can or does happen at a tryout. Um, from what I've seen, I've been to several of them and I've been to some different ones through for different teams. So I can tell you what kind of happens. There may be a little bit of difference because some teams do some other additional things, but for the most part, these are the things that happen. First off, I wanna to talk to potential players about what to bring to a tryout. So if you have cleats, go ahead and bring those cleats. They're gonna to wanna to see how fast you can run in cleats. If you don't have cleats, um, some of the teams want you to buy them before you go. Other teams say, bring your tennis shoes and we will see about cleats later if and when you make the team. Um, if your um, tryout is gonna be outside, I suggest that you wear layered clothing. You're gonna to wanna to wear some sort of biker or stretch shorts, uh, maybe with some sweatpants on top. Uh, uh, you know, obviously a sports bra for those, for the bigger girls, um, not bigger girls, but girls that have big girls, I guess you could say. Um, I always recommend two or three sports bras because it helps with um, keeping everything together. Um, but two sports bras would be fine, one, whatever. Um, and then of course a, a short sleeve and possibly a long sleeve or a sweatshirt. If you're gonna be outside, depending on where you're at, some of these teams, it's 45 degrees. Some teams, I know Colorado, it's supposed to snow. So um, it can depend, but typically the teams that are in those lower climates or cooler weather have their tryouts inside, but there have, we have been caught off guard where it's 70, uh, two days before a tryout and at tryout it's 35. So be prepared because typically um, the team has rented the field and the, and the tryout is gonna go on. So dress in layers, bring layers, whatever. You're gonna wanna bring a water bottle. Teams typically will provide water in a cooler and ice, but sometimes you don't. Sorry. Sometimes you don't wanna go all the way back to the water cooler to get it. You wanna bring your water bottle around with you. That's fine. Um, you're also gonna want to bring any registration fee um, that you've not paid for in advance um, online if your team is requiring a registration fee. Bring your ID 
that's identification that you're over the age of 18, um, and your insurance card. Most um, of the teams require that they look at your insurance card at registration. Some of them wait until um, contract signing. Others actually just have you give them a Xerox copy so it can be in your file, okay? So that's kind of what you need to bring to the tryout if you're planning to try out. I would also bring like a hand towel um, and even maybe some, I, I would take baby wipes or something to kind of clean off my face, but that's just me. I'm kind of girly that way, but um, then again, I, you know, I'm not doing the actual trying out. So um, there's typically a bathroom at the tryout, so you'll be able to do that. Um, go in the bathroom and do whatever you need to do there. Um, let's talk about what happens at the tryout. So you are being um, looked at um, as a prospective player for a team. Typically what happens is um, a team will have a set of obstacles or set of skills that they want to look at that usually consists of a 40-yard dash or a 40-yard sprint, 10-yard sprint. Um, it could be a long jump. It'd be a high jump, um, sit-ups, push-ups, a T-drill. Um, you can look that up on YouTube or even on Google. It's in the shape of a T, and you go around the cones um, in a certain order, and that, and they time you as to how fast you can turn and move side to side, front to back, etc. There's typically a box drill, and that's, you know, just as it states, similar to the T-drill, you're going forward, sideways, backwards, the other sideways, um, and they are checking you for time to see how quickly you can move um, from one direction to another direction. Now, um, there can be some other skills or other things that they have you do, but typically those are the most common. I know ours, um, our coaches have actually dropped the long jump on most of our tryouts because it's time consuming. Typically you can only get one or two people doing the long jump and measuring and recording their time at the same time. Um, and we have, we typically are having more people come to our tryout. So we have to get other things done more quickly. Um, 40 yard dash or 10 yard dash is typically done one person against another. Um, and they typically will sort people out according to similar uh, body types so that they can kind of give each other um, somebody they run against. T-drill and box drill are typically done one at a time, so those can be time-consuming as well. Some teams are eliminating one of those and, and doing one or the other to save time because they, they do basically um, time the same thing. Now we do one, and I'm not even sure what you want to call it. It's like a, I guess you could call it an eye drill where two people stand face to face and they both run to the right, touch the line, run all the way back past where they started to the another line and then come touch the line and then come back to where they started and they're clocked that way against each other. Um, I guess you could call that an eye drill. Um, once those drills are done, we typically have a break for um, water again. Um, and then we will have 
potential players divided up into body type or potential body type. Sometimes people will surprise you and their body type really don't tell their um, abilities or strengths. Um, so you can, you can have some people that move into different groups as the tryout goes on. The next thing we do in tryouts is we separate the people into groups. Typically it's gonna be O-line and D-line together and then skilled players together. We always make sure that we tell people that uh, skill players does not mean that the other players don't have skills. We've actually had that as a complaint one time that I can't believe you think I don't have any skills. So you also, again, need to realize that many of these women love football. They probably don't understand all of the rules and it's not something that they've been doing since they were five, six, seven years old like uh, some of the men have. So make sure that you are explaining things um, the best way you can to make sure that uh, people at the beginning level understand what you're talking about. To go in and say, okay, run a 245, whatever, zoom, cut, whatever, you're gonna confuse everybody. Right now, we're just talking about the basics. So we would divide the girls up into the groups down in O-line, D-line. What they're looking at is being able to sit in a stance. And a lot of this is just explaining and demonstrating for them to see if they're willing to listen to um, directions and take constructive criticism and ask questions. Everybody's not expected to be able to do this for a long period of time at this point. You're also gonna look at whether anybody has any center position or center potential or long snapping potential. And then they also look at aggression, whether we're gonna have them on O-line or D-line. Over on the other side of the field, typically uh, we have quarterbacks, if there's any quarterbacks interested in trying out. Again, that's typically we'll have between one and three at a, at a typical tryout, trying out for the quarterback position. Throwing, catching, footwork, that kind of thing. Even if you don't, you probably have a quarterback from the past that can throw balls to the girls that are either running or catching the ball, receivers. And what we're looking for on that side is footwork, ability to catch the ball, ability to position their hands correctly. I don't think that you're really looking for people to be able to get off uh, a defender at this point. We're just looking for basics here. Those are things that you're gonna teach them later on in the in the upcoming practices, right? So once we're done with that, we will typically have people start throwing and catching the ball to see who's maybe, you know, sometimes you have people that are faster but not don't necessarily have the ability to catch. Some people are really good uh, catchers or receivers, but they can't get down field very far. So they might be more of your um, five or 10 yard pass people as opposed to somebody that may be a 20 or 30 yard pass. So that's typically how a tryout goes. At the end of the tryout, we usually get together and um, have the girls ask any questions, let them know that we will be contacting them within about four or five days. Make sure that their paperwork is accurate and legible. We have had some people that would have made the team, but we could not read their handwriting. We couldn't get their email and we couldn't get their phone number, so we weren't able to call them back. Um, depending on the situation with the team, some teams take everybody that comes out. Other teams 
are more selective. And that typically has to do with numbers and people that they already have returning from years past and they know what uh, skills they already have and what areas or what positions they need to fill more. So it all depends on the team, whether they take everybody, whether they take half the people, whether they um, take 75%, et cetera. I hope this has been helpful in letting people know what a typical tryout will be. Now I have seen some videos that have at the end of the tryout, they run a gauntlet or that kind of thing. We don't do that um, at our tryouts. Um, and I only know of maybe one or two teams that do that. Um, we're not here to injure people or um, feel them less, you know, make them feel less than the people that are already on the team. We're wanting to create family unity. So let me go real quick. I just want to touch on a couple things because you'll notice here that the next portion is recorded when it comes to um, upcoming tryouts, but a few more tryout times and dates have been added since I recorded that. So I'm going to, you're going to hear a couple here first, and then we will have some others. Hold on just a second. I think there's only two, two more that I did that I that weren't up here when I did it. I'm looking for it right now. That's way far back. Okay, hold on just a second. I'm looking for. Sorry, I just want to make sure that I add this in there because <laughs> Let me search here. It was the Baltimore Nighthawks. They had a tryout that was added to these posts after I did the recording of all the other. I'm just going to look real quick to see if I can find it. Here's a cool one. Lady Force, I talk about them. Got that all squared away. Let me just go over here into one more thing. Just gonna go right to their Facebook page. Baltimore Nighthawks. some reason everything is moving super slow today I think it's come on okay so their next tryout is October 12th I'm just gonna pull this up because it has all the information here October 12th at 9 30 till noon it's gonna be at the Annapolis area Christian seven run campus at 109 Burns Crossing Road in Severn, Maryland. So if you're interested in checking out that tryout, it says they're going to be doing registration and headshots from 9.30 to 9.55, and then tryouts on the artificial turf starting at 10 a.m. Now be sure, and they list it all out here, that you need to do a registration fee of $35, 
You can do that through Cash, Cash App, or PayPal. Bring your photo ID or military ID and um, also medical insurance. They want you to wear black shorts or athletic pants and a gray, white, purple, or black t-shirt. Wear sneakers or turf cleats. So that was the one that I had, they had posted that after I had already um, put the tryouts on there. Now, once you listen to this, the tryouts will come right after this. There's a variety of tryouts happening um, this week, October 12th and 13th. So be sure and get out there and get that information and head to a tryout near you. Stuff, but um, real quick, I just wanted to share with you guys the WFA Spartans, so that's the Seattle Spartans, they have announced their open tryouts. They had one yesterday. They're having another one November 9th. And then they have um, a final one, it looks like, December 7th. So they're doing them each month. I love that idea because a lot of teams are trying to do them weekly. And that's really difficult because you just can't get enough momentum for people to come you know, for you to promote it and market it for um, week after week. So I do like the idea of having them every four weeks, and that seems to be going really well. They're actually holding their tryouts at Frank Goddard Stadium, and you can check them out at www.wfa-spartans.com. That's the Seattle Spartans in the WFA. Then I want to share with you... Portland, Oregon. So it looks like they're doing a, a holiday showcase in Portland, Oregon, Saturday, December 14th, Toys for Tots and the WFA. And I'm not sure exactly what's happening here, but it says, in case you haven't heard about this year's event, the best athletes from the Women's Football Alliance will be competing in their own separate game from their male peers. Thank you to the Lady Gades, Capital Pioneers, Portland Shockwave, Seattle Spartans, and Tacoma Trauma, and Sound Sound, Sound Sound, I'm not sure if that's a mistype, Sound Olympians for taking part in the game three years in the making. So... I'm guessing there's going to be a huge event on December. It's December 14th on Saturday. Um, I'm excited that I'm just excited to see that teams within the WFA are working together, not as competitors, right? Because we are competitors, but we are also um, teammates when it comes to women's football in the WFA. We also announced Strong Side NFL, which is the newest platform for the NFL's social portfolio the year-round social handle that aims to engage female, casual, and new football fans alike by highlighting the intrinsic role women play in the sport. Love it. Shout out to the WFA. Here we go. We have the... Portland Fighting Shockwave, starting its 19th season. They are having, um, a, their next tryout is going to be November 16th, a Saturday, and December 7th, a Saturday. 10 a.m. in the morning at the Wilson High School Gym. So if you guys are in the Portland area, 
go give them a shout out and check it out. I want to pull this up real, real quick here. <laughs> give you guys some more details about this event. It's going to be a women's football combine, no experience necessary, hosted by the Portland Fighting Shockwave two times this year. Registration fee is $25. Um, you pay one time, you attend both. So it's kind of like a double, uh, a two-time combine. Pre-register and you'll get a free t-shirt. It's at the Wilson High School Gym in Portland, Oregon. So check that out if you're in that area. That's a good, uh, good event to check out and see what's going on in the Portland area. Let me go ahead and scroll on to the next one. We got the Phoenix Phantoms. So this is the WFA team in Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out. They actually have scheduled five tryouts. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to the Phoenix Phantoms. This is a huge um, mission for you guys. If, if, it, if, and I don't, I'm not sure what the um, Phoenix, Arizona Phantoms, the Phoenix Phantoms had as far as uh, members last year or players, but this just goes to show that um, teams are stepping up and um, doing more and more tryouts to get ladies on the team. So their first one is, uh, it looks like it was September 15th. Um, they also have one coming up on October 20th. Then they have another one November 17th, and then they have two in December, December 8th and December 15th. So they are trying their damnedest to get more and more women out. It's a $20 fee to try out. It's at Pecos Park Field Number 7 in Phoenix, Arizona. If you have any questions about them, go to www.phoenixphantoms.org. And I'm going to spell that out for you because it is a little complicated. P-H-O-E-N-I-X-P-H-A-N-T-O-M-Z.org. Shout out to the Phoenix Phantoms all their efforts. Just scrolling up here because there's so much stuff in here. Okay, so our next one, hold on. Did I get them all? Okay. So that's it on there. I'm going to switch over to our other informational site. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to just tell you, it has been a wonderful two, three weeks in women's football. Things are going crazy. Um, okay, so I also want to let you guys know um, that the WFA secured a major sponsor. It's worth a significant amount of money, significant amount of resources, and it is the Glacier Clinic sponsoring for um, coaching. So it's going to provide all these coaching resources for our coaches. Love it. Um, right now, they have live coaches across the live clinics across the country. Thirty-three just in 2020 alone. And um, it's going to be able to give our 
coaches, all of these resources, over 1,200 hours in video training. Love it. Um, it's going to be a huge impact on women's football and our teams alone um, to have those resources available to the coaching staff in all these different cities. Love it. Okay, love it. Let's talk about this. Houston Power. Houston Power put out um, that they are actually going to have what they call open tryouts um, all October Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And Sundays, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. What they're doing is they're doing it at two different locations, which is really nice. So for people that maybe can't make it on uh, Saturday mornings, they can come to Sunday afternoons or if they, you know, aren't in east or west. Uh, Houston, they can go to a, the the practices that are in their area. If you are in Houston and you want to play women's football and you want to be in the WFA, you need to check out the Houston Power. So in October and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., they're going to be at Westwood Park in Houston. And then on the Sundays, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., they're going to be at Tom Bass Park. If you have, if you need any information, you need to go to their website, HoustonPowerFootball.com, or email them at HoustonPowerFootball at gmail.com. They have a ton of information there, but they're, they're going to do their, they're approaching it with these um, regular practices, getting everybody into Saturday and Sunday practices. Um, teaching them different things and then and seeing if they're interested in in playing positions on the team. So that's another approach that can be used and is used often in women's football. Let me go down here. The crazy thing now is so many teams are popping up. You just never know who or what is going on. Now we already announced. Uh, Two weeks ago, the Oklahoma City Force, that's going to be in Oklahoma City, which um, is really nice for the Tulsa threat um, to have a team so close. That's going to help their season travel significantly um, because, you know, they, they do typically come down to the Dallas area. Um, they go to uh, Arkansas, and so they'll that'll be able to eliminate some more travel for them. That's excellent to have that in the middle of the country. Let me go in here. Just trying to make sure that I cover all these things. Um, let's see, who is this? Again, the Phoenix Phantoms, they put out another poster that you know, putting out all the information across the women's football uh, social media elements and platforms. Everybody needs to remember you need to hit you need to hit Facebook, but you also need to hit Instagram for sure. Instagram's big, big, big. Let's talk about the surge real quick. Now they there's they're a new team down southeast. The Bayou Storm Surge. So that's the Louisiana Bayou Storm Surge. Um, and that is um, with Kat Morales and Mia Ben. They already um, have been connected with the Acadiana Zydeco. 
and they're expanding their efforts down in that area, which again is a win-win for them because there's more teams to play, less travel time. Good job, ladies. Okay, so registration is now open. They have a tryout October 19th, so it's you know less than two weeks. It's gonna be a long trial, it's 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. So I'm guessing that it's gonna include some informational stuff and some stretching and then and then get into the, the big stuff. But it's gonna be at 6201 Florida Boulevard in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, to register, you need to email Louisiana Bayou Storm Surge, and I'll spell that for you. It's at outlook.com. So L-O-U-I-S-I-A-N-A B-A-Y-O-U-S-T-O-R-M-S-U-R-G-E at Outlook.com. There's a $25 tryout fee, but that includes a, a T-shirt and a swag bag. Um, Going to be some goodies in that bag, I'm guessing, or a nice little, you know, nylon bag with a, a little small straps. Those are always cute, too. Just checking one, just going down the... information here now if they if i can't tell which league it's in then i'm you know i, I can't talk about you i don't even know that's a difficult one for me so if i can't tell nobody else can tell oklahoma city lady force let's see what they have to say on this so they're having their tryouts come on I'm sorry, I live in the country, and sometimes my internet is awesome, and sometimes it just sucks. Okay, so Oklahoma, Lady, Oklahoma City Lady Force tryouts, uh, October 26th. So they're starting way ahead of time. They're getting a ton of people. It's going to be in Moore, Oklahoma, if you've never been there. It, it's a beautiful area of Oklahoma. Um, tryouts are October 26th at 10 a.m., Moore High School, 300 Northeastern Avenue on the practice field. So I hope we get some great um, turnout there. You know, even the teams like the the Tulsa the Tulsa threat. It doesn't hurt the Tulsa threat to communicate about them or vice versa. As long as everybody, you know, is respecting boundaries and stuff. I don't know that Oklahoma City is that close to Tulsa that it would be a major impact. But I, it might be. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So let's. Uh, help work on that let's talk let's go to um let's go over here i just want to check any um other announcements i like to keep all the announcements together when it comes to teams i did see that there is a team called the stealth um i think they're coming out of el paso texas And real quick, as I'm scrolling through this, I want you guys to know we have a Kansas City team that's set up. We've already announced that. And then we have the Memphis Sabercats that we've been working with, making sure that they have a good uh, base and a good beginning um, with, uh, with their team. Hold on just a second. I'm getting calls in here while I'm on. People know that I'm doing this. Hold on. Nope. Okay, we're good there. So the Memphis Sabercats, right? Um, the great thing about them is they also 
create, they're also filling in a gap for the WFA. Thank you, Memphis Sabercats. Um, they're going to be joining, you know, they have Nashville, the Nashville uh, Music City Misfits. They have the Mississippi Royalty. They'll be probably playing the Derby City Dynamite and the Louisiana Bayou uh, Storm Surge. So um, that'll be nice. They are having their tryouts, uh, first tryouts, October 19th. So in a couple days. So that's pretty awesome. Real quick, who's this? Okay, so real quick, women's football success. You can reach out to women's football success with any of your announcements, any of your news about the WFA, the Women's Football Alliance. Um, you can go to supersmallbiz.com. Supersmallbiz is what it's currently at. We are actually um, shifting over to its own website, but supersmallbiz.com. And then you click on women's football and it has all of our resources that we put out to the public anyway, the resources that are public on that website. And you can contact us through that anytime, day or night, and we uh, have somebody that will man the phone or man the social media and get that information out to me so that I can address it online. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Um, don't forget to join the women's football success Facebook group. And we're going to start doing Facebook lives here in probably the next two weeks. I wanted to really lock in the women's football success radio show or podcast uh, before I got into the Facebook live group um, interviews. So if you guys have any other questions, feel free to give us a call, but I'm going to head on over to coach Johnston's show and uh, give him a hand. I'll talk to you later.